Welcome to the Beyond Intuitive Eating Podcast, hosted by me, Beth Basham. I am a registered dietitian, certified intuitive eating counselor, and liberated body coach. I'm also a wife and mama to two amazing little people. With over 20 years of experience, I help women bridge food freedom with optimal health using principles of intuitive eating, foundations of emotional mastery, functional medicine, and neuroscience. This is the space where you get to end the war with your body and discover total confidence and true health from the inside out. You've stepped onto the food freedom journey and you've decided that weight loss doesn't have to take center stage anymore and you're ready to focus on the inner work really needed to find and cultivate true health and body confidence. You want to look in the mirror and love what you see looking back at you and you're also done obsessing every single moment about what you put in your mouth. But your best friend is still talking to you about how to lose weight and constantly berating her body when you spend time with her. It might feel normal and natural to just join in and start picking apart your own body. Think about how you want to lose weight too. I mean, misery loves company, am I right? But if you're listening to this, you're likely noticing how these conversations don't add value to your path for more freedom with food and more love for your body. In fact, you're becoming aware that these kinds of conversations totally get you sidetracked from your ultimate goal to experience complete and total confidence with food, your body, and your entire life. Because you know now that diets just don't work and this negative self-critic voice has got to go if you really wanna see results. But you also love your friend so much and you don't want to just stop hanging out with her. It's also very, very possible that you and she have been on this diet roller coaster together together for a while now. And abandoning the diet talk can feel a little like you're abandoning her. I mean, it's what you bonded for or over for so long. And you want her to want what you want more confidence from the inside out, but you know she isn't ready and doesn't really want to talk about what you're doing. In some strange way, she's kind of happy in her misery. So what do you do? In today's episode, I want to explore this with you and offer you some effective tips for how to continue being her friend while also honoring your own path. And I did a three-part podcast series last month where I talked about how to overcome triggering food and people. There could be a little bit of overlap here in this episode, but this chat is a bit more specific on how to nourish the relationship without letting it derail you. Okay, let's dive in. One of the first things to recognize is that you are changing trajectories with your health, your path to health, with your path to being in a body that helps you feel more confident, loved, and seen. And there's a good chance she is going to feel that you have changed trajectories and it might be uncomfortable for her. That's okay. Change is not easy for any of us. And if we've built a relationship and a bond over weight loss or dieting, or the next thing to try, right? It can feel slightly challenging 
to fill those gaps regarding weight talk with something else. So the first thing I want to encourage you as you are moving along this journey and discovering what works best for you and your friend is that when we have conversations with her, we really want to make it about her and never, ever tell her what you are doing is better, right? Whenever somebody approaches you in your life and they're like, you need to do this different thing, what is that usually met with? I don't know about you, but for me, it's typically met with a whole load of resistance. If anybody tries to tell me what to do, I immediately put up a wall and resist everything they say. In fact, I've been known to do the exact opposite, (laughs) okay? Now, I know not everyone has a personality like mine, but it's pretty common human behavior to resist what other people are sharing, and especially the people that are closest to us. As an example, if my husband makes a recommendation about doing something differently, I don't want to hear anything about it. If my coach or somebody outside of my life tells me to do the very same thing, guess what? I'm all in. (laughs) It's kind of ironic how human nature works, but it is the truth. So instead of telling your friend what you're doing and and making a big deal out of it, my suggestion in these cases is always to just start by planting seeds. You can slowly tell her about what you're doing when she's open to it, and I always encourage people to ask for permission. I know it seems a little strange, especially when you've been friends for so long, but a simple request for permission can go a long, long way. I actually do this a lot in my counseling because even though as a coach, people hire me to tell them the things and see their blind spots and call them out, nobody wants to be told what to do. Most of us make effective behavior change long-term when it's our idea. But before it's our idea, there were seeds likely planted along the way. So simply asking for permission could look like the following. You're having a conversation. She's talking about how she needs to lose these last 20 pounds. And you might simply look at her and say, you know, I totally hear you. I've felt that way too. For so long, I've just wanted to shed this last 20 pounds. And I thought doing that would, you know, solve all the problems. Would you be open to hearing what I'm doing now that feels a lot more freeing for me? And then you allow her to answer. She might say, no, I'm doing this keto thing. I'm counting my macros. I'm going to exercise like a maniac and I don't really care what you're doing. (laughs) Okay. She might answer you in that way. And if she does, you say, okay, cool. And you go about your business, right? She also might resist the first couple times you ask for permission. And on the third time, she's like, okay, just tell me more. And at that time, you can suggest a book that you've read that's really changed things from you. Hey, maybe you suggest her listening to this podcast, (laughs) okay? Um, Whatever you think could help her and support in planting those seeds could be really, really effective, and you may not even realize it. Nobody wants to be told what to do. That's the end-all, be-all of that suggestion, and planting seeds with gentle love And connection is how we do that. We also have to honor her timeline. 
she might be open and receptive right now to a different way to pursue her health goals. She may not. And that's okay too. A lot of the work that we have to do in these relationships has nothing to do with the other person and everything to do with us. I don't know about you, but when I discovered the intuitive eating journey, when I learned about food and body liberation, I wanted to shout it from the rooftops. I mean, look at me. I have a whole podcast on it now, but (laughs) I wanted to tell everybody that this was the way. Give up diets. Give up this pursuit of weight loss if you truly want to be healthy and happy. And I, at the same time, I had to recognize that everybody is on a timeline that is unique and perfect for them. And their timeline does not have to be my timeline. Talk about true freedom. When I started to honor the timeline of others and recognize that my path is meant for me and their path is meant for them, holy cow, was that liberation. When I was able to focus on me as the primary objective and recognize that just how I show up, whether it be with my clients or my friends, is enough to plant seeds, right? So you might not say a thing to her about your food freedom journey. You may not even ask for permission, but I guarantee if she's a good friend of yours and she's close to you, she is going to see you start to shine. And I say this with complete confidence because I've seen it in myself and I've also seen it with clients. You see, my health was a disaster before I discovered the food freedom journey. It was a complete and utter disaster. I was losing my hair. I was stepping on the scale, defeated every single time. I was exercising like a maniac. I was eating way under my caloric needs. And my thyroid health suffered as a result. I had no energy. I had very little spring to my step, if you will. I was constantly exhausted. And when I shifted this for myself and I started to nourish my body, listen to my body, become uh, an intuitive eater, when I started to do this, my health shifted for the better. It shifted incredible for the better. My gut issues, my IBS all but disappeared and it did not require a supplement or a certain diet in order to do so, okay? So when I say that, That was the work I did inside and people noticed. And they said, Beth, I notice you're you're shining brighter. You seem happier. You seem more energetic. What are you doing? I never had to ask for permission to tell them about it, but they gave me permission when they made those comments, right? Your friend may do the same. As you continue on this journey, she won't help but notice the love that you're starting to cultivate for yourself and likely the health that you're cultivating alongside of it. So oftentimes we don't even have to say anything. We can just tend to ourselves, honor the timeline of the other person, and everything falls into place in the way that it's supposed to. Okay. The next thing I want to say is that it's okay. You have a hundred percent permission right here, right now to create gentle and loving boundaries around conversations with this good friend of yours. And by the way, this good friend could be your mom. This good friend could be your sister. This good friend does not need to be somebody outside of your family unit. I know so many of my clients had connections with their parent 
around weight. It was always about losing weight and they were put on diets at a very young age and it was this way that they bonded and in some strange ironic way pleased their parent when they were on this pursuit of weight loss. When we give that up, that can feel really challenging. Again, and it's especially challenging when it is with a loved one like a mother or a sister or a brother or whomever, right? So it's okay to create gentle and loving boundaries with these people by simply saying, hey, you know, I can totally see that you're on this journey to lose weight and that is totally fine. I love you so much and I want all the things that you want for yourself. And I'm doing things a little differently now. Yeah, I might still want to lose weight, but I'm pursuing my health goals in a way that feels so much more free and so much more liberating. For the first time in my life, I have relief. I'm no longer obsessed with food. I'm no longer thinking about the menu of the restaurant we're going to eat at tonight and trying to pick apart how many calories this appetizer has or that salad doesn't, right? I'm doing things differently. I am learning how to trust myself. And I want to just tell you this because I'm no longer available for diet talk. Of course, you might phrase that a bit differently. But when you talk about weight and you talk about weight loss, I'm not going to participate in the same way that I have before. But I want to be clear. This doesn't mean that I don't love you so much and I don't want to focus on all the things that have brought us together as friends. Right. And when we can do this and share this with our best friend compassionately, it's oftentimes met with compassion back. Most times, and I'm not saying all because everybody's relationships are different, but for the most part, compassionate statements and boundaries set with that, uh, that love and that care are often met and reciprocated. Now you might run into or have a relationship where it's met with resistance and you want to recognize that that makes sense. That is normal. So you can just honor that resistance and say, hey, I can see you're not ready to hear this yet and that's okay. I'm going to continue loving you anyway and I'll be here when you're ready to talk. But it is okay, full permission to set those boundaries, to tell your bestie what's up, where you're at with things. And let them come to their own conclusions. You are not responsible for how other people feel. Gosh darn, that was so hard for me to accept that I was not responsible for other people's reactions and behaviors because from a young age, I don't know about you, but I was taught that the way I acted had an impact on others and that impact was important. Now that I'm a mother, I can totally relate to this because my daughter's and my son's emotions impact me. Holy cow. Being a parent is like self-development on crack. (laughs) The way that we respond and the way I react to their emotions has really taught me so much about myself. And I recognize now that I am a parent, whoa, When we grow up, there are a lot of lessons that we learn in our very young life that how we uh, show up in life and we that we have some sort of control over how other people show up, how they respond and react, and that other people's emotions on some level, although it's not true, are our responsibility. And I'm releasing you from that burden right now because it's not. 
Other people's emotions and reactions are their responsibility, not yours. Okay. So the last thing, well, maybe a couple things <laughs> that I want to share here is that when you're making these shifts and changes, when you're deciding how to approach the situation, it's really important to continue to focus and turn the dial up on the things that you do have in common that don't have anything to do with diet talk, weight talk, or diet culture in general. You might even sit down and make a list of what you love about your friend, plan activities around things that don't lead to these uncomfortable conversations. That's totally possible, but it is important to turn the volume up on the things that you love about your friend. Because in some cases, depending on the relationship, it can feel really defeating to you internally when you have put a lot of your relationship on the pursuit of weight loss or uh, the pursuit of the next diet or counting the calories in your meal that you're sharing together, right? Like it can feel really, really uncomfortable to shift that. So it's so important that you start to look at the things that you love about your friend that have nothing to do with any of those things. And when you do that, you begin to shine the light on those things. You can start to see, okay, there's so much more here for us that has nothing to do with the pursuit of dieting, you know? And, and, and then the unfortunate reality is, is that you can't think of anything and your entire relationship has only been based on, on diets. And, you know, you guys did Weight Watchers together and you went to the gym and you killed yourself on the spin bike. You know, if you have all these things and that's all you have, then maybe there's an opportunity to look at that relationship and either cultivate things that are new and different and, and nourishing really, on those more emotional levels, or it's time to look at whether the relationship is truly what you need. And that's my last point here is to, if your friend is so resistant to you shifting the conversation to even planting those seeds, if it's really feeling like you're coming up against a brick wall, you don't have to abandon the relationship, but you can consider nourishing relationships that do nourish you right? Because you can't change her, but you can change where your energy flows. I love this quote and I live by it. You are where your attention is. You are where your attention is. And when you start to put it on things, your attention that is, that truly support you on your journey, you are going to cultivate more of that. You are going to see where the support is that nourishes you. Maybe it's with your partner. Maybe it's with a community of women you join online. Maybe it's with a supportive coach like myself or a therapist that you really trust, where you can really talk about how you're shifting your perspective on how to get healthy, on how to feel your best, on how to cultivate that inner confidence that does radiate into all areas of your life. So you can also nourish yourself by you know, curating your social media feed and turning off the noise that might tell you to do health in a way that no longer aligns for you, okay? So there's lots of different ways to consider nourishing the relationships that do nourish you. But if you're meeting resistance with your friend, you want to go ahead and turn up the dial and find ways to continue to cultivate your own journey, because at the end of the day, your journey is all that matters here. 
And when you take care of yourself in this way, I promise it's a ripple effect. And whether or not your friend sees it today or a year from now, you are making a difference by just taking care of you. All right. I'm sure I have a lot more to say about this and it will probably come to me after I hit the button and stop the recording, but I'd love to hear from you. What did you take away from this? Do you have relationships in your life where you feel like there's been a burden around how to release this, you know, pursuit of weight loss, the diet talk, and what are you doing about it to change? All right. I will see you next week. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for listening in today. I am so grateful. If you enjoyed this podcast, I ask that you share with a friend who might also benefit. And if you want even more support on your food and body journey, please check the show notes for information about my free Facebook group and private coaching opportunities. See you next time.